Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I want to get right to the business of talking to you today about the theme of the great man. Many of you know that I've written a book entitled Mansfield's Book of Manly Men. We're having a great time with that. It's igniting events and igniting men's souls all over the world. I'm very, very grateful for that. But I've chosen to go with the events uh, in a different title, a slightly different way. I'm calling them great man events rather than anything related to my name or anything about manly men. Calling them great man events. What do I mean by that? What I don't mean uh, is that we're trying to make men great in any sort of lordly sense, any sort of arrogant sense, any sort of ruling over other people or thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought. That's, that's not what I mean by great. Um, I, I am aware from history that the phrase great man uh, has always been a, a phrase that signaled something exceptional about a man, signaled something uh, about him being uh, larger in some sense, larger in his soul, larger of vision, larger in compassion uh, than men who chose not to be great, so to speak. Uh, the word, the term, usually the phrase usually didn't have much to do with being famous. It didn't have much to do with being powerful. Uh, it had to do with the condition of soul. In fact, I, I did a little bit of etymological study, a little bit of study of how the word came down to us. And um, really, the word uh, great uh, in this sense was meant to be used along with the word magnus, uh, magnificent, uh, magnanimous, uh, great, large in that sense, in the Latin sense of magnus. You know, you, you may have heard people say of, of John Paul too, you may have heard the crowd chanting when he died, uh, Johannes Paulus Magnus, uh, John Paul the Great. That's really what it means in Latin, is magnus and magnificent and large and magnanimous and big of soul. I, uh, I believe in men being great men. I think it's easy to be a male. That's just a matter of coming out of the womb with certain parts. But to be a great man is something exceptional. And from the classical period until modern times, the phrase great man, sometimes it meant a lord, someone powerful, someone with lots of land and, and authority. But most of the time, it had to do with their soul. It had to do with what kind of person they were. Uh, it had to do with the, the way they lived in the world. There's a, there's a word in Greek that has always been a great deal to me. Um, it's always been a challenge to me. It's, it's uh, rather hard to get right in writing, but it's pronounced oligosuxis. Oligosuxis. Um, it's, it's simply a combination of two words in Greek, small and soul. And in the older versions of the Bible and in classical literature, uh, a person who was faint-hearted, a person who fell away or fainted or, uh, or faded out of, out of action uh, in a great challenge, a person who was a coward, uh, a person who was not robust in battle, was often called oligosuxus. And the reason I like the phrase so much is that oligo is the Greek word for small, O-L-I-G-O, small. And then suxus, some of you will hear the beginning of words like psychology and what have you. Um, and it simply means soul. So in the Greek language, a person who was a coward, a person who was uh, not brave in battle, a person who faint, was faint-hearted, was a person who was of small soul. 
and specifically uh, many, many times in classical literature, in Koine Greek, and of course in, in the uh, Greek versions of the Old Testament, uh, you, you have people described as faint-hearted or uh, people who were cowardly in battle. And the word used is they simply were small of soul. They were small-souled. And that is exactly the opposite of what I'm calling men to do. There's the small-souled man who fades away from his responsibilities, is cowardly and shrinks from the battle battles of his age. And then there's the great soul, the great man. And it simply means someone who is expansive, someone who is big of vision, somebody who is uh, big in generosity, somebody who broadly understands their, uh, their responsibilities and their, their obligations and their role as a man. A great man is one who invests himself. A great man is one who uh, takes the, the, the positives he is by virtue of being male and puts it at the service of those he has been given, uh, of his society, of his family, of his friends. Uh, the great man. Uh, the great man is one who lives for the benefit of others. The great man is one who lives large of soul. The great man is one who embraces adventure, goes after uh, the rugged, the difficult, the challenging. Um, one who wants to, as uh, Thoreau said, suck the marrow out of life, to reduce life to its meanest terms and, and to find when he has uh, lived, uh, to not find that he's not really lived at all. Um, that's what a great man is. And I'm of the opinion that much of what a man endures in this generation uh, tries to shrink him, tries to compact him, tries to make him smaller, tries to make him lesser. I think porn makes you less than a great man who is uh, all he is meant to be romantically and sexually for his wife. Um, I think that um, uh, the wounds that a man sustains, I think that the roles that a man is often given, I think that the, uh, the way that men are turned or they choose to turn to uh, drinking and whoring and, um, and just being beasts, really, especially in the treatment of women, um, being irresponsible, fathering children, not taking responsibility, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think all of this uh, makes a man smaller, makes him less than what he really is. And I, and I think the materialism of our age does too, does too. And I don't mean to just preach a sermon here, but I, I think a man is constantly faced with forces that try to shrink him. What we're trying to do in our great man events is we are trying to help men understand the forces around them, help them understand what they're made to be, help them to understand that as men, they will never be fully satisfied, never be fully at peace unless they embrace their roles as men. Um, and unless they bind up together with other men to uh, build a great culture of manhood that makes women safe and launches them to their purposes, that protects children, that particularly comes to the defense of boys, um, and that builds a safety net throughout society. And also, of course, it helps men find their soul's need in the companionship of other men. Men need to be rowdy. Men need to go out in the wild. Men need to uh, pursue adventures. Men need to to live a bit uh, in the raw and in the in the wild, and they need to do that with each other rather than expecting society to provide that or women even to understand it. And they certainly need to come to the service of young boys. So we call it great man. I, we want these events to be places where men awaken, where men embrace who they are, that when men don't just go home and insist that they be served by their families and that their wives be barefoot, pregnant, and in the kitchen, um, but that instead they are uh, there to take responsibility for the field assigned to them and, and create a condition in which everyone in their family can arise to their best. They're meant to be the best that they can be, but in the service of others. I love that phrase that I've mentioned many times in this podcast. You have a destiny, 
but your destiny is fulfilled by investing in the destinies of others. And that's what a great man really is. Watch our, our website, stephenmansfield.tv, for where these events are going to be held. They're going to be held all over the country, already being scheduled in Asia. Soon they'll be scheduled in South America, and we're also looking at a few in Africa. Um, great times are coming, I think, for those events. But the main thing is that a man captures a vision for what a great man can be. We're going to launch a website very soon called greatman.us, uh, and you will find videos, you will find uh, videos from great man events, videos that I have shot for training, um, books, discussions, every kind of resource to help men. You need, of course, to get the book that I've written called Mansfield's Book of Manly Men. Um, it's, of course, just pretty much available everywhere, but uh, especially you can get it on Amazon.com, as I'm sure you know. And it's a great starting place. There are other books I recommend in that book, and we'll recommend on the website, greatman.us. I'm not selling things. I'm trying to feed a movement. There's a desperate need for a movement of men to go from simply being males, living according to their drives, to being great men in our time. And that's what we're trying to accomplish. And that's why I want the men listening to this to capture the vision for being great men. I want the women to help us. I want the women to help reinforce their sons in this pursuit and stand with their husbands in this pursuit. And let's see a restoration of righteous, strong, noble, and somewhat wild manhood in our generation. Be a great man. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author and popular speaker who coaches and advises leaders worldwide. To learn more about Stephen, log on to stephenmansfield.tv. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell, who also wrote and performed the Rockin' Podcast theme song. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production. Chartwell is ingeniously led by Beverly Darnell Mansfield. As a result, all rights are reserved. For more information, contact us through stephenmansfield.tv.